Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And today we'll be focusing on Europe uh, because our guests today are actually traveling around Europe with their two kids who are nine and 10, and they're traveling filmmakers. And uh, we're looking forward to learning more about their family adventure. Why did they leave the US to uh, you know, head over to Europe? And some of the highlights as a traveling family in uh, that continent. I'm over here in South America traveling this continent with my wife and three kids. And we're actually in Medellin, Colombia. And, uh, you know, through the miracle of technology, we're able to connect. And that's obviously the hardest part of connecting when you're on the road is having good Wi-Fi. So luckily, we made it happen. Uh, Henry, uh, so our guests today are Henry and Mel. Uh, so why don't you guys firstly introduce yourselves? Uh, so why don't we get to know you better for the sake of the people listening and watching? Okay. Uh, my name's Henry Harrison. Uh, I go by the moniker on Instagram and uh, uh, un unfulfilled website called traveling filmmaker um also on twitter and etc and this is my lovely wife melinda yeah so i'm melinda and um we're from montana and like you said we left almost a year ago and are traveling through europe and uh i'm not not a filmmaker at all so i'm a writer a freelance writer and um travel writer well, you guys compliment, uh, yeah, you know, you compliment each other really well because one person is doing the photo and video and the other person is doing the writing. And then, uh, you know, everyone's happy and you reach uh, different type of people through those uh, mediums, uh, writing, photo and video. Absolutely. So uh, I'm interested in the journey. Uh, so walk us through what, uh, where did this idea come from? Uh, to leave U.S. to actually choose Europe to travel in and uh, walk us through from idea to implementation. Sure. Uh, I think, you know, it started in about 2011. We had um, wanted and thought about and moved quite along the way of doing a full-time RV lifestyle. Uh, we went to go sell our house. And, of course, that was sort of the bottom of the real estate market. And nobody was that interested in our house. Uh, so we moved on from there, uh, started another business. Or we didn't, we didn't move on from Sorry, there. Sorry, we didn't move on from there. <laughs> we stayed there. Um, and uh, put it on hold for a few years. And then it sort of came around again. We started thinking about, you know, the real estate market was warming back up. And we were thinking about possibly doing another RV year and maybe doing a long-term travel year. And uh, for me, anyway, it looked like, well, for the price of a good-sized RV, we could certainly go travel Europe for a year. Uh, and I, I don't know exactly how we ended up on that uh, particular decision, but uh, we started to get excited about it, especially since our oldest son is enthralled with France and has been for uh, a year or so before we even left. Although less so now that he's been to France, actually. Um, and uh, so we started, we made the decision and committed to it and started working to prepare. And it, I think uh, we worked about a year preparing, researching, uh, getting our stuff in order, getting the house sold. That took a while. Uh, and, you know, doing all the things you have to do to, to untether yourself. So you've, you've become untethered, and now you're actually in Europe. Uh, so uh, why didn't you uh, uh, walk us through the different countries? Uh, where did you start? And uh, walk us through all the countries you've been to so far. You want to start with that? 
Sure. We started off in Florence, Italy, and I think we picked it because um, Henry had spent six months or so there uh, a few 20 years ago. And uh, he was comfortable there and it was an easy place to go. And who doesn't want to go to Florence? So we started there. And uh, from there, we went across the uh, Adriatic to uh, Croatia and stayed on an island called Var in a town called Var. And then uh, after Croatia, we went to Germany uh, in Bavaria for the Christmas season and December and January because I wanted to really traditional Bavarian kind of Christmas. And then we went back to the Balkans, we went to Slovenia and from Slovenia, we, we were in Ljubljana, the capital. And then uh, I, can't, I can't even remember where all we went. Then we went to the UK. So we went to England and Scotland and then flew to uh, France and then from France, we did. To, oh, then we went to Montenegro and uh, did a road trip through Bosnia and Serbia and then here to Austria, where we are now. And one of the reasons we, we spent about 10 or 11 weeks in the UK and part of the consideration in traveling Europe is as uh, US citizens without a long-term visa, we are under the tourist visa, which falls under the Schengen Agreement, which limits tourism to 90 out of 180 days. So we have to bounce in and out of that as best we can and sort of play that little game so that we are, aren't in, in violation of any, any laws. So, uh, so you, yeah. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, people ask us where we're going next. Yes. So I'll tell you real quick that we leave in the, uh, at the end of the week and we go to Sweden for a month and then we're gonna finish up in Ireland. Uh, so when you say finish up, does that mean you're heading home or where is next after that? Yeah, we're going to go back to Montana for a little bit and uh, back to our town in Livingston and hang out and see what we want to do after that. And uh, for some reason, I have a feeling uh, you're not going to stay there long, are you? Yeah, I mean, Henry would be happy to not go at all and just keep traveling. I definitely miss friends and um, family and our community. I felt like a, we had a really tight community there. And so I definitely want to plug back into that for a little while. Um, and so I don't know that I'd want to leave again for a whole year, but definitely we want to travel in some some way or another. Yeah, I feel like I'd, I'd, I'd love to. My parents are there and we like we, she said, we have a lot of friends there and you know, Montana, we're an hour north of Yellowstone National Park, and it is one of the most beautiful places in the whole world. Um, and so it's uh, definitely not hard to go back and see there um, and, and visit. But, um, you know, I, I have the travel bug. I love traveling. And uh, as I'm sure we'll get into here, the one of the challenges, you know, how to make it sustainable. Yeah, that is definitely one of the challenges. I would love to hear about the background of your uh, website. And by the way, we lost the video feed, so I'm just doing a screen share now. Um, so for the people who are listening to this, uh, make sure you watch the video version because we have TravelingMel.com live on the interview here on the big screen. Uh, so walk us through uh, your website, uh, TravelingMel.com. When did you start it and what are the major themes and topics you guys are writing about? So um, I started it in 2006. And it's gone through a lot of different phases where first it was sort of a, um, you know, a traveling around Montana kind of blog, how to, and then it just became a family website. So most of the um, older posts are 
from when our kids were really little and, you know, baby pictures and stuff like that. Um, and we always did a lot of trips, you know, I was always taking them camping and we did all these kind of trips. Um, but then now it's more just of a general travel website. So there's different city guides, you know, what to do in Edinburgh, what to do in Ljubljana and um, t tips and tricks and things we've learned along the way and some of our favorite places to go. So speaking of your favorite places, uh, what has been some of your highlights uh, of Europe so far? Any particular cities, countries, destinations, attractions that stick out and leave a memorable place in your heart? Yeah, I, we've actually talked about this a fair amount within our travels and uh, we each have a different favorite place. I think one of my favorites has been Scotland for sure. Um, but you know, it's, it's also every time we go to a new country, a new place, it tends to be my favorite for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how others feel like that, but um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Scotland. The people were wonderful. The uh, landscape was spectacular. Uh, Edinburgh was great. The castles and history was phenomenal. And uh, people were just really friendly. And we could speak the language, which, is, which was a nice uh, break. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I think Bavaria in the winter was my favorite. And, um, but I think we all love Scotland. Scotland was great. And I don't know, every, everywhere has been great. I mean, I loved kayaking and rafting in Montenegro. I loved, wish we had more time to explore the national parks there. Um, I don't know, everywhere we've been, I've felt like, oh, I wish we had a little more time. I would have loved to have gone back to Slovenia in the summer and gotten out in the mountains there in the Julian Alps. So I don't know. The kids, uh, I think our son, our, our eight-year-old's favorite Finn was Scotland and our 10-year-old's favorite was, uh, I think you might still say France, but also, but his favorite city was Ljubljana, Slovenia. So you're a phenomenal filmmaker, Henry. Uh, you know, you're known as the traveling filmmaker and, uh, you know, even here on the video version of the interview, we have the video streaming. Uh, walk us through uh, how you take such amazing travel videography. Uh, well, thank you. I actually, uh, that's been my job for a while. I uh, went and got a, a, you know, a long trail to end up in a graduate program at Montana State University in science and natural history filmmaking. And uh, for the last 10 years or so, I focused on a little bit of fly fishing, uh, but also a lot of natural history filmmaking, particularly for nonprofits as well as um, working for some, a marketing firm that was focused a lot on travel and the outdoors. And so I actually pared down my kit significantly to go on this trip, um, which is, uh, has been a, a, a good challenge to, you know, make the best thing possible given the resources you have. A lot of filmmaking is problem solving. Uh, and so I, I've actually, it's been a great, trip for me to learn a lot, not just about filmmaking, but about how to market ourselves and how to play the YouTube game and the social media game to try and get our name out there and be seen. And, you know, there's a lot of, as I'm sure everyone's aware, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there and um, it can be a little bit of a challenge to be found, but, you know, you plug away at it and it's fun. And it's been a lot of fun to go back and look at some of the earlier videos that we've done and look back at stuff we did in the States and from the early part of this trip. 
and, uh, you know, see the boys change, see us change, and see all the wonderful adventures we've had so far. Yeah, and, uh, you know, obviously, video is a great way to really showcase the trip uh, because uh, writing can only do so much, photos can only do so much, and video is really the way of the future with uh, Facebook Live and, uh, you know, um, you know all, all of the different live streaming platforms. YouTube, like you mentioned, is obviously uh, hard uh, to get eyeballs onto your videos. Even me, I record our interviews both on podcast and, and video, and the podcast, you know, iTunes and the videos on YouTube, and, yeah, even though I might SEO it, I video SEO it, putting great titles and tags and descriptions and uh, still it is tough just because of the enormous competition you have on YouTube so how do you differentiate yourself tell us about some of the ways that you're able to actually market your videos well on YouTube and beyond Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, we have a little bit of a technical hiccup. Uh, we have Henry and Mel who are uh, on, uh, I think, mean the data. So uh, unfortunately, I think we lost them temporarily. Um, so while we're waiting, I'm actually going to share a little bit about our trip. Um, so we're currently in Medellin, Colombia. Uh, so we've been traveling for the last seven months. We left in uh, Vancouver, our home and native land, on December 6, 2016. And we left to the Philippines, then to Hong Kong, then to Dubai, then to South Africa. And now we're really focused on South America. We've been so far to Brazil, uh, Argentina, Paraguay, French Guyana, Suriname, and then uh, English Guyana. And then we went to, over to Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean, and now we're in Colombia. And from here, we're heading south. Uh, so Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, Chile, uh, Argentina, Uruguay, etc. Um, so it's been an amazing journey for us, and I love connecting with traveling families. Uh, so Henry, are you guys there yet? We lost you for a little bit. Henry, Mel. Um, all right, so we're going to just stand by, wait for them to get back on here. Um, so, uh, you know, I just want to share a little bit about the podcast, too, while we're waiting for Henry to rejoin. Uh, we started this podcast back in May of 2017, and in the last two months, we're actually in the end of July now, we've actually recorded over 150 episodes in two months. So we're going a little bit ballistic, uh, recording about uh, two to three episodes per day. Um, so, um, you know... Um, we have a lot of different episodes on everything to do with travel and being a digital nomad and, uh, you know, family travel, solo travel, couple travel, travel blogging, how to make income online. Uh, you know, even in this episode, we've been covering travel videography. So there's a lot of different uh, topics to cover. And we'd love to hear from you guys who are listening and watching. What do you want us to cover uh, in terms of content? Uh, what do you want to see more of and uh, hear more of? Is it family travel? Is it couples travel? Single travel? The whole money side of the game? How to make money while traveling? Maybe it's the travel writing and the travel blogging side of the game. How to actually um, uh, produce great content and uh, you know uh, get it out there through marketing.
So uh, we are traveling South America. Our friends here, Henry and Mel, are traveling Europe. And, uh, you know, even the previous episode was about our, our one family who's actually traveling around uh, the U.S. Um, so that was Shauna Jones. Uh, she's traveling on the U.S. in an RV. And our, our friends and guests today are traveling around Europe. We're traveling in South America. We have uh, guests who are traveling around Africa or land. We have guests who have actually done the perimeter of Australia. Uh, we have guests who uh, love backpacking through uh, Asia. Uh, and even some have been to Antarctica. We actually had a few guests who have actually been to every single country in the world. Um, one of them is Henrik. Uh, and the other one was um, um, Sasha. So Sasha and Henrik. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we, we have different guests from around the world. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we really want to inspire you as a listener and viewer uh, to travel more. Um, so uh, there's a lot of ways you can do that by making income online. I'll walk you through some of them. Uh, so obviously you can do things like coaching, consulting through uh, Skype, through Zoom, through Google Hangouts, uh, just through the old-fashioned telephone. Uh, but usually people use Skype, but that's the method of choice. Uh, another great way is mastermind groups. I run um, you know, um, uh, two different mastermind groups. One is about uh, being a digital nomad traveling. One's about coaching. I'm also into other masterminds, one's uh, with other fatherpreneurs and we talk about business and marriage and uh, 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 fatherhood and uh, you know uh, besides uh, coaching and masterminding I actually uh, do online courses as well, as well. Uh, so I have a few different on Udemy so make sure you check out your Udemy courses uh, we have uh, four of them currently uh, one is about how to um, save money uh, by getting stuff sponsored uh, and then the other one is to how to make money uh, by things like uh, I, I'm talking about now. We have another one where we have a um, minority ethnic nomads, so like uh, ethnic minorities who travel, uh, you know, maybe Indian or Filipino or Chinese or African American, um, basically minorities from the West or from the East or from the South or from the North. And how do they travel? How do they actually travel? And what's their experience as a minority? I mean, I'm Indian Canadian, my wife's Filipino, and we hardly see any other Indians or other. Um, Filipinos or other Chinese or Africans who are traveling. So I want to inspire different ethnicities to travel. So those are some of, you, of our Udemy courses. We also have our uh, podcasts. We have 150 of them. And also we have video casts on YouTube. And then the uh, final thing I'm doing is actually uh, doing a big virtual summit. Uh, that's coming up in the fall in November. Uh, so it's a big uh, online conference teaching people and connecting people together who are digital nomads. So a lot of different resources for people who want to travel more. <clears throat> so uh, Henry is just going to be rejoining us by the while we're waiting. Um, what I'm going to do is uh, share with you a little bit of my backstory. So I left Vancouver, BC, Canada, where I'm from, back in uh, December 6, 2016. And uh, me and my wife, um, we were uh, working parents back in Vancouver. And at the end of the day, we weren't happy. I mean, we were running around on the hamster wheel of life, uh, the rat race, and we were really busy working parents. And um, our, our, our kids were suffering uh, because uh, we were taking them to daycare. We were uh, so glued to our technology that we wouldn't spend the quality time that they needed. Uh, so what happened is um, I was the one who was feeling it more than my wife. So I said to my wife, I was like, hey, honey, you know, I'm not feeling good here. I really want to get out and explore the world. And she's like, well, you know, how are we going to handle it in money? We have young kids. And what happened is, uh, so she was on mat leave. So in Canada, they have one-year maternity leave. 
Um, so um, in Canada, one year mat leave um, basically uh, means that uh, you can actually uh, uh, make an income for the whole year. So um, things like, um, you know, obviously the income we're making online, but also through uh, um, math leave. So my wife gets about uh, 2000 or so a month uh, just through math leave alone. So that's been great. And then, uh, uh, so we have three main income so sources. One is we actually sold a lot of our stuff back in Vancouver. And then uh, we actually uh, left uh, Vancouver uh, with all this money. And not all this money, not like a, a, you know, a lot, but enough to travel for about a year. Uh, so that was through uh, the sale of a house and sale of a car, sale of our tech, sale of our event production equipment, and sale, sale of random stuff like our couches, our tables, our bookshelf, our bed, our like, you know, furniture, etc. Um, and then, yeah, basically three different income sources. So first was our um, savings uh, through selling stuff, and then secondly was through our um, making income online through what I do, and then third was our math leave. So those are some of the ways we're able to fund our travel. Yeah, so just uh, let's see what's happening with Henry here. Alrighty, so um, you know, uh, one of the most difficult and challenging things when you're traveling is actually strong Wi-Fi. I'm here in Colombia, and it's been a really tough uh, battle to find good Wi-Fi and our friends over there in Europe they're also struggling with Wi-Fi uh, we tried to get them on and it didn't work with the uh, Wi-Fi so we had to get them onto data and then uh, now they got booted off so yeah you know you kind of go with it uh, you know that's uh, I think that's the hardest part of traveling besides obviously traveling with kids and then throwing tantrums and uh, you know packing and packing all the time the language uh, barriers is obviously difficult I'm here in uh, Colombia and uh, you know I'm really struggling with um, I'm struggling with um, language, uh, communicating with the locals. Um, so as we travel, you got to figure out how to solve these problems, how to deal with the language problem, the cultural problem, the Wi-Fi issues. Uh, you know, life in the road isn't always rosy and like it is in social media. Um, so it, it is tough, and I just want to acknowledge that. Um, so I think what we're going to do is uh, wrap up this episode because uh, they're having actually problems joining back on. Uh, so unfortunately, we lost our guests. <laughs> we lost our guests. Come back, come back. Uh, so our guests today were Henry and Mel, and uh, um, their website is uh, travelingmel.com. And make sure you check them out. Uh, they're doing an amazing family adventure around Europe. Uh, so make sure you check them out, uh, travelingmel.com. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. <laughs>